my grandfather's friend had like a big studio. I guess he did uh, records with like Britney Spears and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh shit! So, uh, so like I just stepped in the booth and I was like, I'm gonna try something. Fuck it. So I so wrote were you, something. And were you just kind of like hanging around at that time? I guess like with the yeah. I, I was just I was just there for like a family party, and he showed me the studio. He was like, Yeah, look at this, and I saw all the plaques and shit. I was like, This is cool. I could do this. Hey. <laughs> Damn, granddad. Right? Did, did you have Did you have bars off rip? I had bars. It was called my first song was called "About a Girl." Damn. Oh, All right, spit shit. something. Yeah, let's let's, nah, nah, nah. let's no Come let's, on. let's. I don't even know how that shit went anymore. Uh, candy bars. Lie, lies what, you tell. What was? Yeah, you know, you know. What was, nah, I just know it was like it's was about a, a girl. It's about a girl living in the world. But uh, yeah. What was I the concept to, about? I, I gotta know just now. Just a girl, man. Just a girl. Okay, okay. <laughs> At ten years old, you already thinking old, of girls. Bro. Oh my god. I, I, I did a little something. We're so happy that you downloaded. Yo, 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 what's going on out there, world? How we doing and shit? Welcome to Steezy's Trap House. This is your boy, Steezy. Whew. Show number 193. God damn, nigga. 193, baby. Jesus. Jesus, we out here in this bitch. Corndog, are you touching the microphone? What are you doing? No. What's happening over there? Nothing. I don't trust you. Why? You can clearly see me. I'm not trust doing, you. I'm not doing nothing. I don't trust you. I don't know. I don't know what it is, buddy. And then uh, I'm hearing this fucking buzz that I still haven't figured out in the audio that I'm going to figure out. People at home, I don't know if you can hear the buzz, but I hear the buzz, and the buzz fucking pisses me off. Buzz from the bees. What are they telling you? Is it subliminal messaging? <sighs> Sending you messages from the other side. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> And it's making me very frustrated. Welcome to Steezy's Trap House. This is your boy, Steezy. Over here, across from me, to my left, we got Corndog. Hey. How you doing? Good. Awesome, actually. Okay. It's definitely you, I think, because you're the one, you're you're touching like the, you're, you're touching something. You're is moving it? something. I don't know what's happening. Don't touch like the cable, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Something is moving and moving and so touching It's like Tremors. You remember the movie Tremors? Yes, but I never saw it. Have you ever seen the movie Tremors? No, I haven't. I haven't seen the movie. You've Tremors. never seen Tremors? No. Oh, uh, we are gonna have to pull up a, a visual, but yeah, no. Do we have to? Yes, we do. It's actually not me. It's actually just the Tremors that are about to come up and eat us from underneath the ground. That's what's Makes fucking sense. with your audio. I don't know what happened in the movie Tremors, so I really don't. Oh, know it was so fucking gnarly, dude. What the fuck you're talking? That was like about. around the time of Jurassic Park. Actually, um, I wrote a story called invasion of the lizards it was published in my house when i was about 11 years old so not actually published you just wrote it in your house right and then my mom was like you should read this out loud to the family and i said okay very misleading very misleading comments you've made already i'll try and have it published when i go back to puerto rico this summer Uh uh-huh fair enough happen big dreams (laughs) over here to my right across from me first time in the trap house we've got the VJ extraordinaire himself. We got my main man, Catalyst, in this bitch. What's up, man? What's up, people? Hey. 
I gotta say, I don't know what prompted you to hit me up today, but it was a stroke of luck, and I think an act of whatever it is. I'm not gonna say God because who knows what the fuck is that situation. It was a divine it was an timing act of something because people at home, I'll let you in on some secrets. I've been good about scheduling shit in the past few months. I've been doing shit. I've, I've had I've had shit scheduled out this is after two years i figured out if you schedule shit things actually go way fucking smoother go fucking figure and i've been having recent troubles with people just canceling things that they can't you know events that they 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 can't get around you know some people you know they they have legitimate excuses and some people maybe not so but it, it doesn't matter anyway so we i had a cancellation today and I was like, well, fuck. That sucks. I had to shave my cat. Sorry. Yes. Couldn't make it out. Exactly. That's exactly what I got today. <laughs> and uh, by cat, I'm referring to the other one. I've been meaning to Bring. come into the show for a little bit now, man. But You can get even closer to that microphone. Oh, word. Perfect. Um, you got a yeah. low, sultry voice. I've yeah, been meaning man. to get into the show Pretty now. soulful, you know? <laughs> Super. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been meaning to get on the show for a minute, man. But just... uh life man just been busy and um had some free time today and i just like look back on the message to see what days you had free and i was like you know what it might be a little bit last minute but i'll hit him up today if not today we'll at least be able to schedule something yes so uh you know yes yeah, like active whatever you want to call it but i guess it's meant to be man that worked out beautifully yeah. as soon as i saw that message i was like oh my fucking god yes thank lord you. have mercy yes we've been saved lord have mercy lord have mercy. Lord mercy anyway let me do these plugs actually you know what God damn it. This is, I still can't break out of this. I'm going to let you plug your shit real fast before I do my plugs. Where can the people find you? Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Get get right into the microphone. Well, um, if you guys want to find me. Yeah. <laughs> there it goes. Eat right that. In my mouth. Eat it. Yes. All right. Kiss it. Well, um, yeah, if you guys want to find me, you can go ahead and find my Instagram at uh, VJ Catalyst. And uh, that's mainly where I put like all my work. You can, there's a link on my website on that Instagram. And, uh, yeah, you can check out my work from the guy right there. Damn tootin'. And you can download the show, subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, those lovely streaming, downloading podcast apps, sites, whatever, what have you. Uh, give us a five-star review while you're there. Helps us out more than you know. You can use the Amazon link that we have on our website if you'd like to support the show. They kick us back money every time you buy something on Amazon. That's a beautiful thing. So just bookmark your bookmark it right in your browser. Take our link, copy and paste that shit right in your browser. Anytime you go to Amazon to buy some shit, click the fucking link instead. Don't just type in the A and let Google autocomplete figure that shit out for you. Just type it in your fucking browser. Do it. Bookmark it on your browser. And then use it forever. And we'll love you. Yes. Buy a t-shirt on our Represent site if you'd like to support the show as well. Go to represent.com. STH show. Figure it out. You got that shit. Social media. Twitter at Steezy Trap House. Instagram at STH show. Facebook. Like our page. Join the Facebook group called STH show. And you can email us. Steezy's Trap House at gmail.com. There's a kitty in here that is distracting me. Hello, kitten. Taking up my attention. Uh, yeah, Trap House at gmail.com. Send us an email if you have any questions for the show you'd like us to answer on air. We will do that if you just so happen to send us some meandering thought of your own. 
Or if you would like any stickers, feel free. I'll send them to you. Email me your address, and I will send you a sticker. Isn't that nice? Let me just say, uh, you made my plugs look very weak, sir. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. That's why I let you do yours first, you know? You get the the glamour, and then I, I... play fucking uh what's that shit i never used to play baseball it's um uh god yeah, damn the cleanup guy the, yeah the ump the, the cleanup guy cleanup guy is number four. Oh yeah number four okay yeah he's number four up to bat because you're trying to get three people you know on base the caboose. no 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 he's the cleanup guy he's playing oh, cleanup. Okay. yeah <laughs> no because he fucking brings everybody home with the grand slam. You yes, get he does. Three people on base, and then you get the heavy hitter as the fourth guy up to bat. So are you saying he's the fourth? I guess he's saying I'm the fourth. You Is are he the, the fourth? fourth? Yes. Damn. You are the okay, fourth. Okay, you're the fourth. Okay. You know who he sounds like? When he talks into the microphone, you know who he sounds like? Indigo Black. Do you just think re- so? Just really quiet. Like I don't know. Like, uh, hey, maybe, like, maybe. You know, like this is my Instagram. Like, check me out and shit. She's making fun of you. <laughs> I see. I see. It's oh, not making fun. It's, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Then Low no, tone of voice. Feel free to feel free to shoot back at her because she. Please strike back at me. She, oh, there's no shots to be fired. You get. Oh no! Fire all the <laughs> shots. She deserves it. You know. I don't know why I deserve it, but I because guess, you yeah. want to know, I'll say I'll say something right now. She's wearing her sweatpants. And yeah. I, I know what she does in those sweatpants. I she fart in boom. my sweatpants. Yeah, she gets comfortable <laughs> in those sweatpants and she farts in them. I definitely do. Not these. Really there's other ones. Wearing but not sweatpants these. myself. Oh, fair. <laughs> but well, I mean, so what do you yeah, do in your sweatpants? Uh, you know, better left unsaid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not say. <laughs> yeah, let's let's leave that one for another time. That'll be for another time. <laughs> <laughs> but she's in her own house in those sweatpants, and you are the closest person to her right now. So I'm just going to let. I you haven't know. dropped. I haven't dropped any anything yet. Any bombs. I haven't dropped any mixtapes just yet. <laughs> so well, um, is that what you're I calling them out? All say that we all appreciate. Yeah, those. no problem. No yes. problem. Refrain from dropping any mixtapes. Yeah, you know. Drop it. I'll catch it online. You know? Right. Yeah. Catch me. Catch me on the interwebs. So, my dude, where are you born at? Uh, born and raised in Orlando. Shockingly enough. Damn. Yeah. O town. O town. Yes. Perfect. O-town, yeah. Baby. Get just get right, right in the mic. Yes. Yeah. O town, man. Uh, born and raised in Orlando. Hell yes, that's what's up. So you've yeah. just you've been in Orlando your whole t- your whole life. Yeah, man, seen this place really grow. Damn, son, that's crazy. Wait, yeah. so how how old are you? If you don't mind me I asking, I am twenty seven. Oh, we same age then. Yeah, okay, we the same boat, okay, man. all right, we out here. We yeah. out here. What high school did you go to? Oh, the high school I went to. Uh, I went to uh, University High School. University High School. Yes. Okay. Oh, so you're in the UCF area then? Yes. I we used to He's live sorry? we used to live in the fucking little right off of uh god damn it what is it what's the name of that oh La Canatosa La Canatosa oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah okay. we used to live in those little duplexes right across the you know street exactly what you're talking about. shout oh, out Sherwood yeah. Forest Sherwood. and Jolly Court baby some hood shit over there shout man. out that's to the dude who stole stuff. our lawnmower out our front yard that's some East Side stuff yeah, yeah. straight up straight <laughs> dangerous out there sometimes. <laughs> Dude, fucking for real. I'm okay. This is the the shit that amazes me. When the lawnmower was stolen, I was mowing the lawn. <laughs> yeah, I left it out in the driveway for yeah. five minutes. Five went inside minutes. to go get fucking water. Came out, shit was gone. Yeah, like Orlando's weird because it's on like, a Sunday. Uh, I don't know how we have so many hood like people that are like too, so many like, like hood-minded hood people that are down to like steal something like that. It's like 
When it's like we're in Orlando, man. We're in a retirement state. Like they get so influenced from like up north. It's like, come on, guys. There's nothing hard about where we live, man. Exactly. Like, but they're trying to live that hard lifestyle. That hard lifestyle. I'm gonna steal your lawnmower, hard. bitch. Steal your lawnmower. It's out there. It was out there. You know. <laughs> the thing that pisses me off the most about it is the little piece of shit kids down the street were outside playing basketball at the time and didn't do a goddamn thing. They acted not. like they yeah. ain't seen shit. They straight up told me. They were just like, oh yeah, the guy that goes around like scrapping metal and shit, he just picked it up in his fucking truck and drove away. I was oh. like, what the fuck? You didn't say anything? They didn't say a goddamn thing. No. Damn. But those little jits also always like tried to hollow when I was like leaving the dry, like leaving the neighborhood. Yeah. I'm like. That's what little jits do. You know, Fuck little jits always trying. Yeah, you know, you know, one of them might come up one of these days. One you never day, know. You know you Maybe. Know. What, what is it? Shout out Scotty ATL. Scotty ATL. Scotty ATL. You remember Scotty ATL from the from the Big Boy show? No. I got a signed CD from Scotty ATL. Oh yes, yes. He was probably one of them no, when I he do. was a kid. I do remember Scotty ATL from the Big Boy show. They, one of them just might come up one day, you know. You never know, man. Give me a free CD. He had a bunch of ratchet ass bitches dancing on stage. He did. One of who was my one of my students' moms. <laughs> yes, yes, that was a that was a thing. But you know, just to the one who put it down the most. The actually. one who really put it the fuck down. So we were at a Big Boy show, right? And I thought you were there. Were you there? Big Boy show. I thought you were there. The Big yeah, Boy yeah, yeah, show at the Beachroom. Uh, yeah, yeah. I work at Beachroom, so. Um, pretty much at every show <laughs> yeah and I, I remember i remember seeing you that yeah, night you I were definitely. you were especially like tired or some shit that night i was tired yeah i'm working yeah i was there yep. all day so yeah, yeah man so 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 scotty atl one of the openers for big boy yeah had he brought like four ladies up on stage and like course, they were man. doing all kinds of crazy shit one of them was like crumping if you remember crumping uh like uh, another one was i like, missed that clown makeup dude fucking intense man another one was like salsa dancing uh and like whipping her head around and then another one was just kind of you know like just like feeling it and then another one was breaking it the fuck down using the mic stand as like a pole and shit and like literally twerking like br- breaking it the fuck down come to find out later on in the evening evening the one who broke it down the fucking most who like if if you were up front you probably would have thrown dollars at her uh that was one of my students' parents. <laughs> small world. Small, small, it's like, wow, that's so interesting. And she was like, I'm so happy that you're, you are who you are. And I'm like, well, I'm really happy you are who you are because we're both just real ass people. And she's like, I'm just trying to raise my daughter in this crazy ass <laughs> world. And I'm like, I'm just trying to help you raise your daughter. I don't judge you. I think you're beautiful. Hey, mama, mama, you shake your booty. Hey, Feel mama, free to shake, shake your ass. booty. Shake that ass. You look Support good doing family. it too basically yeah it was so funny and then so like we were both kind of drunk when we encountered each other that night kind of so we had this this really great you know like loving embracing conversation and then on the very last fucking day of school very last day of school the mom comes in after everybody's gone like wondering where her kid is at because like i guess her child didn't come out or something to the car loop and she sees me behind the secretary's counter and i look at her and she looks at me and we both don't say shit and then i look at her again and i was like yeah, I shake my head and then I went around and I hugged her. I was like, "How are you?" <laughs> you could tell she was like kind of hoping I didn't remember her. Oh yeah, but sure. Sure. <laughs> I feel like we've all encountered that. You sure, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. In that in that moment, she enjoyed the company with you that night. But after she left the big She's boy like, show, I she really was don't like, want to know this. I movie. hope she does not remember that. <laughs> Definitely. Why did I hang out with her so much? God oh my damn god, it. it was funny. But she's super cool, so it just goes to show. 
down to earth people can yeah, still raise good kids still, and Shut shake up. their ass out. and shake their ass like yeah, be free man. be who you want to be yeah exactly yeah, yeah, we all got our own wave man <laughs> it's all about writing so. anyway yeah. so growing up in orlando yes what type of shit were you into then um and bro um, just because i'm from north florida and yeah. i i didn't grow up in in orlando I, i've been here for nine years now but I wasn't here from my childhood. Uh, you know, we'd we'd come back, visit every now and again, do shit in Orlando, go mm-hmm. back to Pensacola. But I'm full seven hours away in Pensacola. Yeah. So I don't know what it was like as a kid, you know, in this fucking area. Um, as a kid, like, I don't know, man. There wasn't like really much to do, man. Like, um so uh I would spend a lot of time with uh my cousins and uh they kind of like always like put me on you know, to different stuff. So, like, um, always into music, you know what I mean? That's, like, number one thing to do in Florida. Go to the pool, go listen to music, go to the beach or something, you I know? I feel that. So, um, um, and then, like, you know, my family is, uh, I'm Puerto Rican and Cuban. I was going to ask. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was going to ask, what the fuck are you? Okay, yeah, you I go. am um, fucking Puerto Rican and Cuban. And uh, so yeah, I grew we, up, like. We all Boricua. Yeah, you know, Spanish in the house, you know, represent. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah um so you know i always had um my uncle especially um would always play a lot of like dope latin jazz old school salsa like nice but not the kind of commercial stuff you hear on the radio like Mm -hmm. some like real deep music stuff where you just like you know man like uh our roots have a lot of great um tunes man a lot of great old school feeling and um that's right i just like the so bomba kinda, plena yeah man all like, the old um, shit i don't know if you guys are familiar with uh michelle camilo at all Mm-mm. definitely so. uh great find her on latin, spotify uh, it's actually a dude um, find him on spotify latin piano player man really a uh, latin jazz piano player really good uh Ooh. so yeah man just kind of like doing that growing up listening to different music um i would listen to all kinds of stuff man like from Spanish music to uh, back in the day rock. Um, yeah, when I was younger, it got, I was really into like screamo, heavy heavy stuff, man. And um, I couldn't tell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I went through my phase. I think everyone went through a phase, man. Oh, but, yeah, like, I, I did that. But I was always like someone that was uh, not just in one genre. I would always be like in all kinds of shit. I would like jump from have a phase of like that and then get onto new stuff. I think Radiohead was the first band to break me into like different sounding music to like nowadays i listen to all everything you could think of i can definitely relate yeah for sure i mean growing up it was the same thing for me you know like uh i don't know at first before i kind of discovered hip-hop hip-hop was the first thing that broke the the doors open for me for discovering other things Mm -hmm. um and before i did that you know i was just listening to whatever my parents had on in the car which was you know as you know as a young puerto rican kid it was either only salsa merengue or fucking top 40 radio you know just whatever they threw on that was on the radio when they didn't want to listen to their shit so i can totally understand like when i hit hip-hop that just like opened the floodgates and then i discovered all this other fucking music as as well and i went through those phases too i definitely yeah, was the uh definitely was the metal kid yeah in, man. in high school everybody like I don't know. Goes through that. Goes through that little phase. Everybody has. I to. Uh, I was really heavy into Avril Lavigne. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> Avril Lavigne, man. Avril Lavigne, and then uh, you know Ashley Simpson. Uh, that one song. 
she had. And, and uh, anytime I think of Ashley Simpson, <laughs> all I can think of is that fucking dance she did on Saturday <laughs> Night Live. Oh, I don't know. You don't know about this? No, can you put it on? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, we D- gotta see this. This is the best. Oh, God. This is the absolute best. This is, it's when she got caught lip syncing on oh, Saturday man. Night Live. Oh, man. Oh, it is so fucking awkward. Oh, my oh Jesus God, Christ, yes. Ashley Simpson. How dare you? Oh, so, man. yeah, you know Ashley Simpson? You know that one uh, Lindsay Lohan joint was a real hard hitter in my iTunes library when I was uh, in middle school. Real hard hitter. A real hard real hitter. Hard, and, you know, anger, but then along with that, that's also when I found uh when I found um on LimeWire, I'll be on it all night, man. I'll be on it. Oh, AAA, oh. straight up. It, like Killer Mike. Uh that was oh, the Mike. one song. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it back. And then um I also found Bob Dylan and listened to a lot of Bob Marley and James Brown at that point in my life. Bob Dylan's cool. Bob Marley. Of course, yeah, so I had, you know. you know, I had an eclectic blend. I was a Hillary Duff and uh Bob Marley kind of gal. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, that was great. <laughs> like, I, uh, you ever listen to Cultura? Cultura Provedica. Yeah, you know, they like just came shit. here and I went to their show. I've seen them like three Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> my heart They're left great. my body. I, I cried a little bit. I was like, uh, at the end, saca, prende, sorprende. So it was so to good. To this day. They are damn good. Calle mm-hmm. 13 is going to be here in August, I oh, think. Shit. That's going to be a dope fucking show. El Residente. El Residente, Calle 13. What? Where are they gonna be at? Uh, I don't know where he's gonna be at. Um, well, I, some fan you are, buddy. Well, I looked it up, but it was like some obscure shit. I might have been drunk wow. when I looked it up. Way but I gotta to look it support. up again. Way to support. But he's so fucking dope. He's like a, I mean, like, I I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Mm. Lyrically and like in terms of like the metaphors that he uses, he's kind of like a, a Puerto Rican MF Doom. Like in terms of like the metaphors Absolutely. that he uses in his in his lyrics and like the way that he fucking compare shit to real to life is fucking he's crazy he's awesome okay all right let's see we're this gonna ashley see simpson. ashley simpson right now yes. oh yeah on a monday i was waiting shockingly it appears simpson had uh, been lip-syncing to pieces of oh, me or at least shockingly. singing along with the track her band gamely oh, plays God. on, as you can see, while Simpson fumbles her way through That's a bizarre right. jig before wandering off stage. <laughs> Mr. Jessica had some embarrassing TV moments. What's Man. worse, Simpson decided to pay lip service. She just sits there awkwardly realizing it's all. Wait, go back. Go do oh, it again. Oh yeah, we're 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 going back. No yeah, way. We're, Are you we're serious? definitely going. Oh yeah, that was that was. So a like, thing. but why does she dance? Why didn't she just keep pretending to sing? Uh, I mean, the, the, she couldn't keep pretending to sing because her backing track went out while the band was uh, playing. So the, the mic the, probably wasn't even on. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a thing. It's a, it's a whole thing. She got exposed. Yep. Shockingly, oh, it appears man. Simpson had been lip syncing to pieces of me or at that least dance, though. The, track. the dance the at the end is the, the little jig. She wasn't ready for it. She was like ready to get into it. And cut off. God, the dance. What would you do? What would you do? Uh, I would. I'll tell you right now. I'm not going to do a fucking Irish jig <laughs> after that. I wouldn't try to lip sync on a big show like that. That's alive. Jesus. Man. It's just like. And it, so, wait, this is after? My band started playing the wrong uh-huh. song. And I know what to do, so I thought I'd do a hoedown. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh-huh. My band started playing the wrong uh-huh. song. All right, All Ashley. Right. Yeah, good cover. Okay. 
Good cover. Yeah, I'm why sure. don't you just why don't you just I can't believe you never saw that. That was classic. That was what ended her career. Like that's why she didn't last very long at all. Because like right when she was kind of burgeoning as a new pop star under her sister's umbrella, but she was like, you know, a little more punk Avril version. Punk edgy type sister. Yeah, well, Lindsay Lohan blew her out of the water. And then that happened immediately. Well, look where Lindsay Lohan is nowadays, too. On drugs. Yeah. And she apparently created her own language. It's Uh, like a mix of pig Latin and fucking Swedish. She created a language? Well, I know she was definitely using a fake accent for a long time. So there was a point in time she was using a fake accent, and she was also um, making up words. I think she still is using the fake accent. Yeah, so. That's great. It's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> good stuff, Lindsay. Good stuff. It's Anyways. Throwback. We have uh, Jesse McCartney coming to Beecham. I'm looking what? at What? I know. I He's like, like really? 47. I know. Tell Is me about it. Jesse McCartney. Yeah, Jesse McCartney. Can you give me free tickets? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Who the please? Get the yeah. Okay. Get me uh, on the list. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, up, honestly, news. I'm going to need a refresher on who Jesse McCartney is. He's saying. Uh, I don't know who that is. He's that? He's saying that song. um, Oh, God. Google it. Google just the Jesse McCartney song. The first one that pops up, you'll probably remember. I want you to tell me. I don't remember. I I went to a Jesse McCartney concert. I just know Jesse McCartney is like. Jesse McCartney. He he was so cute. You said 47. This nigga is 31. Whatever. (laughs) He's old enough. He's not that old, but he started as a kid. That's why. Yeah. Uh, Can, Can you please go through his songs? True that. He had a song. He was like, you deserve the best. You're not stressed. Let's see. Um, <laughs> I have no idea who this fucking kid is. Does man. it have? He was so cute back in the day. Wow, he, he did a lot of Disney stuff. It looks yeah, like yeah, he was on he all. He featured in all the Disney Channel movies. Wasn't he like one of like Dream Street? Brother, yeah, he, he was like, Baby Down on Dream Street. Yeah, he was dope. No, he was he was in the band Dream Street. Yeah, that's a song that they had. They called there's a song Baby Down on Dream Street. That's Dream very self centered. <laughs> <laughs> Just completely about themselves, it sounds like. All right, yeah. So they were down on Dream Street, and so what other songs? Did that he have? also sounds like <laughs> that also sounds like a fucking oral sex reference <laughs> to small young girls. Ah, to be young and have oral sex. Y'all wanna go down on Dream Street? Hey, man, Dream Street has a Spotify. Uh-huh. Oh, there was a, si- a song. It happens every time when I see you. Oh, you know, he was talking about yeah, boners. I remember that song. I you remember that song? Yeah. Happens every time when I think of you. I've never heard of well, that, that song. That was a thing back in the day, man. Here, like, look, you don't remember. It was th- very, like, covered up. You don't remember this album key. cover? Now everything's so, like, just straight up. You don't up, remember that album you know? cover? That looks like every oh, other shit. boy yeah. band album cover ever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but they had the cool Very sunglasses. Very all 90s. That's ever. So 90s yeah, ever. like I bet I could find a 98 Degrees album cover that looks exactly the same as that. Right Wait, now. they have a song called Let's Get Funky Tonight. Let's Get I Funky think that Tonight. One. I think I remember that. I have no idea. I've never heard of any of these songs. Look, they, they look exactly the same. Like, look at, look at this. Look at all of these. 98 Degrees, yeah, literally same. They all cover. look the exact same. The the fucking boy band album covers. Hey, look like up look trend, up O Town. Look up the O Town album of the cover. 90s. I will not look up. Okay. Come on, look up O Town album cover. O Town, man, what happened to O Town? Jeez. Uh-huh. All right, now look up the five <laughs> album cover. F I V E five. These Remember? are all like the same. 
Oh my god, <laughs> they're all the same people. Same there were so many boy bands. <laughs> the same people in these same poses. It was like just, all these boy bands and then Cheryl. Did Crow. they all have the same photographer? Like probably. Probably. I mean, that dude needs to get fired. All right, look up five. Five. Flam dunk the funk. Put it up if you got that feeling. These are all the same. They're all Pretty the same. Sweet, man. Oh my god! Man, so I guess there's like easy money in the boy it's band so photography bad. industry. Oh so bad, Jesus! Just do the same photo shoot every single time. I just don't right. understand. Like looking back, how did that? How did that become so big? Like just the whole boy band thing in general. It was the phenomena of like little girls wanting to fall in love with these boys, with these little boys. It was weird. It was a really weird thing. Like the whole concept was really kind of fucked up, actually, because. The all the songs, I, not that it's fucked up. It's just interesting to look at. Like all the songs were catered to like a certain age spectrum of girls, definitely of oh, girls. Yeah. And it was like I can like basically sweep you off your feet. I could be your boy crush. I could be everything you ever want. You need me and you love me, so fall in love with me. Well, don't they? And so like no. Well, like it's just it was like weird subliminal messaging. You know what I mean? Like to to young girls at the time, and it kind of gave little girls this idea of what like a dream boy should look like but it was completely unattainable because you knew like these boys aren't actual boys that i see in my school these boys never would ever fuck with me like it was just completely unattainable and was just like a weird fucking thing so you had this kind of like altered idea of like what like your dream crush would look like so it's just a very interesting point in time i think yeah like i don't know like the marketing of it the marketing was completely fucked up and weird yeah it was definitely weird when you like think about it yeah there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of weird like psychology behind it yeah actually because they you're you're thinking about it like if you want to go into it they're exploiting these young men so that they cater to a certain audience you know what I mean? And then, like, after that audience has grown and after these boys grow up, it's like they're completely irrelevant. You know, so it's yeah. just for a certain period of time. It's almost like like fantasizing. Except yeah, J- like JT, JT is completely relevant. Well, he did his fucking JT thing and he's still broke, sexy. Yeah, he broke away. Speaking of that, it's funny because, like, I think about the time um, I got I shared an elevator with two of the Backstreet Boys back in the day. <gasps> which yeah. ones? Uh, I don't even remember which two it was because I was Nick? so young. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I don't remember at this point. Like, because um, my dad's been in uh, production like longer than I've been alive. My dad's like worked with pretty much anyone you can like really think of. And um, he was a uh, manager at Hard Rock for like five years, stage manager and stuff like that. So. Word. You know, like, you know, my sister got to meet like Fat Joe, Britney Spears, nice. um, met Bow Wow back in the day when Bow Wow was like first coming out. Got to go all these shows. So it was it was my cool, first man. my like, first CD that I bought. Bow Wow. Yeah, Bow Wow, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Shout out to Bow Wow. Man. Actually, He's still doing his thing. Actually, that's Is a lie. It? Yep. That's a, that's a lie. My first hip hop, first hip hop CD I bought was Lil Bow Wow. It was when he was still Lil. Bow wow. First CD I bought. I just mentioned them. I'm. I'm proud to announce it it was 98 degrees it was a bower was definitely dope christmas sampler 98 degrees it wasn't even an actual album it was just four songs 98 degrees super dope yeah (laughs) yeah gotta love it what is little bow wow doing 28 that first little bow wow album was dope man he was spitting for a little 12 13 year old at the time man he was killing it back and now he just goes by bow wow I think he goes by um, his actual name. Yeah, now. I think he goes by Shad. Yeah, Shad Moss. Yeah, Shad Moss. Oh, he yeah. cute. Okay, Bow Wow. <laughs> still Go can't ahead. still can't let Bow Wow forget the whole uh, what was it the jet thing though? 
Yeah, man. Oh, man. That was so bad. Did you see his uh, Breakfast Club interview? So bad. No, I didn't think so. Definitely watch it. It's uh, entertaining. He, like, talks about all that shit, too. He's oh, no. Shit. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to get the... Corn dog. you don't know what we're talking about, it. do you? No, I don't. Should I? Uh, he just, uh, it was like a <laughs> big Twitter thing where <laughs> he posted, like, himself picturing in front of a jet. But then someone caught him, like yeah, he's like he's like he's like in the caption, he was like yeah, getting on the private jet, yeah, getting on the private jet, and some then shit someone like, that. like actually took a picture of him, like I think on coach, and uh, they posted it, it like because they saw him post that picture, like oh on Twitter. my god, so they're like they oh he just him. posted this and he's on the plane <laughs> with me right here, and they exposed him, yeah. Oh That's my great. god! Why they did him like yeah, that? Yeah, so there was like it was a whole meme thing for a while of just people basically he like making making while, fun yeah. of it. Yeah, like he he got ran. He's out coach. He just riding coach. It was just people taking pictures yeah, of themselves in these situations where they were like, "Oh, I'm doing this and this and this," and they'd be hashtagging like some shit with him and adding him all that shit. Yeah, you like, know the internet doesn't. You know. Oh, they don't play. The World Wide Web is savage. No, they don't. They don't play. No, they let him know real quick, real quick. Damn. Just how unfortunate is that for him, though? You know, man's wanted to. Man's wanted to flex, even though he wasn't really. Even though he's not actually. Flexing. Wasn't really doing the flexing, you know. Not really. He wanted to try to flex. You know? The thing is, like, he does have money, though. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have to be doing shit like that, which is I, funny. Exactly. What I don't understand is that. If you have a followship like he does, like not not like us, like we we got nothing like that. Nothing. I would expect at least one person on that plane to potentially follow me, you know, or at least right. or at least know who I am, like, and then just be like, in this day and age, be like, oh my god, Bow Wow's on my plane. I'm gonna see what he's posting right now or some shit. Well, apparently on his uh on that interview, the Breakfast Club interview, he was saying he, like, sucks with the internet. Like, he didn't, he doesn't really know how to use Twitter. So he posted that oh. and didn't know, God. like, damn, you know, how it could go. You know what <laughs> I mean? And, like, Poor guy. he didn't understand. He doesn't really get Twitter like that, apparently. It was like an ignorance is bliss thing. Like, yeah, I didn't, exactly. I didn't know how it could go. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, like, oh, little bow wow. real quick. Oh, wow. wow, he sounds so innocent. Yeah, man. <laughs> He's like, I really didn't, I don't know like, Twitter. He was like, yeah, I just, I, I'm not, I don't use the internet like that, like, apparently, so. Damn. Yeah, like Ashley Simpson was just singing the wrong song, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah, but that, I, kinda, I can kind of believe song. it, though. When you see the interview, I can go. That like, cringe. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, he, he sounds like he's telling the truth. Like, he doesn't use Twitter. I don't use Twitter. I don't so, use Twitter you know, either. Like, yeah, I believe I that shit, but. But at least I, but I know how, what Twitter could do, though. I feel like you got to know at least Twitter. <laughs> which, which cringe was worse, the Ashley Simpson thing or the Bow Wow thing? Ashley Simpson. Ashley Simpson. It's she, got, and, like, her I mean, she has her whole. So, she has her whole band sitting there looking yeah. at her too, and she basically just ended their careers as well. And that's like on uh, what was that Saturday night? Was Saturday night, yeah, live, yeah. Yep. So that's live. Oh that's yeah, live television. Very so live. Like, that's that's the worst. Oh yes, that's the worst, man. they're like ugh. just that Irish jig at the end, man. The Irish jig was, was pretty bad. Not a good and look. Like Bauer can move on from like the Twitter thing, but she her career her it's career done. ended there. Yeah, yeah. deaded. Done. I wonder what she's doing in 2018. I just looked up Lil Bow Wow, Lil Romeo, and now Ashley Simpson. Anyways, we went so far away. So the the Backstreet Boys, you were in the elevator with them. Yeah, man. Um, It was just, like, funny. It was, like, nothing serious. Just shared elevator going up because I was always in the back office of, like, uh, Hard Rock, man. I used to be, like, my playground. I was, like, a kid, man. So I've just always grew up around uh, entertainment and just shows and live production and all that. That's pretty fucking cool. So you were going to shows... 
basically from a, a really young age then. Yeah, man. From like uh very young, like probably like eight damn maybe seven eight damn yeah, bro, like, i was young man like so not only that you're getting exposed to like behind the scenes and yeah. you're getting exposed to i'm sure very all kinds of different types of all music of stuff yeah man like um and just also just uh, seeing how things go um production etiquette um just small things like when you're a kid my dad tells me like yo like don't actually take a picture with artists if you see them you know you know like they be, say hi to you, you can say hi to them, but just yep. try to let them be, cool. be you know, be cool. You yep. know what I mean? So like always kinda like learned early to just like not really get too hyped up around exactly. certain artists or whatever to just keep my cool and, Exactly. You know what I mean? Because I mean, honestly, in the long run, I, I learned that a while ago as well. In the long run, they like that shit way more and they will be more open and receptive to actually talking to you. Like Yo, maybe yeah. maybe first, you know? Like they'll definitely strike up a conversation with you because they they realize that you realize they're just a fucking regular human being. Yep, so exactly. And it's like they get fond they get fond over all the time. Like they they yeah. just want to have like regular conversation. Normal conversation, and that's like um has translated to now because I do shows now working at Beecham and stuff like that. And there's so many artists that like um some you know I don't talk to, and then some like end up talking to me. Like I've met like a lot of cool cool artists that like actually listen to you know and it's cool to see when they're like actually cool people and receptive to you too and it's always been just from like keeping a cool man being around and if they want to talk they'll talk if not it's cool man you know let them be their people too you know who's some of the people you're most hyped on then um that's been in a situation like that, that i got to meet um i got to meet thundercat which oh. was really cool man oh um, that's awesome dude and he fucking rips down every show yeah, he man. does he definitely does man huge fan bro. oh my god and it's if you like, like research his story too it's cool man because his apparently is like dad's one of the commodores he used to uh tour as a kid with stanley clark oh which shit. If, uh, you know, you know stanley i know clark. stanley yeah, clark so yeah man don't, like school days one Oof. of the like world's best jazz bass players known as one of the world's best jazz bass, yep. bass players so um he tore as a kid with that guy, you know That's what I mean? So fucking crazy. It explains why he's so good at the bass, you Dude, know? he's a and, bass um, wizard. Yeah, bro, yeah. I mean, it's amazing what he does. So I got to meet him, and then um, also uh, Peabody, which is uh, was his opening DJ, yes. which is uh, Fly- was Flying Lotus's opening DJ after Thundercast tour. He got to do uh, Flying Lotus in 3D's tour. Yes. And he was really cool, man. I was at we that show. Still to- oh, how was that? It's fucking so dope. Amazing, right? So dope. So I like I, I love referring to Fly Low like uh, how white people like the Grateful Dead. You yeah, know? yeah. Anytime yeah. Fly Low comes around, I am there. I yes. will I will be there to see that man. One of my biggest uh influences for sure, Fly Low. Um for sure, man. I, if I can uh, meet him ever, I'll have a lot of words to say to him for sure. I've like kind of met him but not mm-hmm. really we were at a i was at a festival in atlanta way back in what was it i think it was 2010 yeah i think i think it was called trinumeral and okay. it, it was very small and they had it in this pretty it was like a it was like a pretty large venue but it was i can't remember the name of the venue but it kind of it was kind of like three different venues in one nice so they had outside things and then they had different stages in the three different venues on the inside. And he was just hanging around the fest because it was so small. I mean, there only had to be like, I don't know, looking back, I mean, there's probably only like 150 to 200 people there. Mm-hmm. 
and he's just walking around tripping on mushrooms like living it up because because it's you know such a small environment he can kind of like relax and just do your thing vibe out yeah that's awesome so i think we were sitting at the bar and i was definitely you know this is a ways back i definitely don't do these things now of course not people at home never but uh definitely was under the influence of some psychedelic drugs at the time and got like uh I think I was sitting at the bar, looked down the end of the bar, saw him over there, and I was like, okay, that's Flyla over there. And then just went like right back to what I was doing. It's like it's like in those moments, you know, if it happens, it happens, you know? Exactly. I'm not going to crowd dude, you know? Especially because I literally just heard him talking about how he was tripping super hard on mushrooms. That's <laughs> like, the last thing you want. Yeah, swarming you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, let him do his thing. Let him do his thing. He's enjoying life right now. Just. Anyways, any other standout? artists you've met uh beach house was really cool man um beach house was so cool that they actually had beers with our crew afterwards and stuff like that so that's what's that was a really definitely cool experience because i'm a huge fan of beach house their show was amazing they actually had some projection mapping in their show which was really cool um and afterwards they all chilled with us so you know that's like really cool because they took it a step further you know yes they didn't just like have a conversation and then you know go back on their bus and chill they actually went to the bar they're like what bar are you guys going to and they that's what's up man yeah that shows super dope that shows you you know like there's there's different kind of varieties of people and it's nice to be able to meet the the people that are willing to go out there and experience the new shit and the new cities you know because it's like it's hard to think about sometimes, especially with artists. You know, they're seeing usually a new city every night. Of course. Sometimes they just want to chill, but it's nice to be able to see the people that are like, "Nah, man, we're fucking here. Let's yeah, let's enjoy it. Let's let's do this. Let's Experience let's see what it. this place is about. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, so it's definitely a cool experience. Yeah, man. So uh, when did you start getting into the VJ thing? And it, explain to the people at home exactly. What is exactly yes. What is, is. VJ? Um, so or just projection mapping really mm-hmm. well i guess um the easiest way to explain uh projection mapping if you guys don't know definitely just look it up because um it's one of those things easier to see it and you understand than like explain it but what yes. it is essentially is uh taking a projector and you're able to map 3d objects let's say a box and you'll be able to map every corner of the box and the projections will only be on the actual object and you can display video graphics animations whatever content you want um on the display that the object that you've mapped so yes and it looks quite dope it's in so <laughs> fucking awesome <laughs> tell, tell me about the thing tell me about the michelin man thing tell, me about, tell them about the thing oh uh okay so she's talking about um and more recently, because I've been doing projection mapping for, because I didn't even answer the last question. I've been doing it for maybe um, a little over three years now. And um, I've been more moving to um, interactive design. It's something I've been trying to, like, I've been trying to do it for maybe, like, a year and a half. And it's taken some time to get the right gear and just also, like, learn things I needed to learn to kind of, like, break the shell But um, more recently, I've been working into getting into the whole interactive environment um, realm world. And um, essentially, that is when you can 
start having your projections um, have interactions that will be based on like what the person viewing it is doing um, whether and it can be in different interactions maybe it's audio reactive or uh, motion censored um, so I've been more specifically working on um, motion capture where I'm using motion sensors to detect your body motion and then develop graphics that will um, basically interact with what you're doing. Well, God damn. So fucking cool, man. <laughs> well, God damn. It's Thank so you. cool. I'm going to look up a video up. right now. Well, Corndog is looking at her phone. You know, I'm looking up a video of the thing. Uh huh. Not paying attention to what we're doing. I am. It's completely relative. I'm looking up the video yeah, no, yeah, of yeah, the sure, Michelin sure. Man. Sure, sure. Of the Michelin Man. What is it with you in this Michelin? Because he's a, uh, looking up, uh, looking up uh, one of my Instagram posts. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. He's a big blob guy, and he follows you around like. Boop, boop, boop. She's uh, <laughs> referring to a project I developed where it's um essentially like projected on the wall it's like a mirrored image of you so it's like exactly like you know getting your motion you're seeing yourself but it's you but you look like a big blobbed um which one is person, oh, shit. essentially which one is it that's fucking uh, crazy is it this this guy, guy. that's fucking crazy <laughs> yeah so she's looking i love this guy right now and that's like uh i have a more developed version of that and, it's um, coming it's coming on um, I can bring, I can probably find that, yeah. Yeah, find it. I will find it. That's the blob. So in that, that shit video, looks crazy. Seeing, yeah, right? it's just like kind of, and for everyone listening, if you guys just go to VJ Catalyst, you can see it. Um, it's not too far down on the post, but yeah. Damn, yeah I'm about to pull up awesome. the more advanced version. It's like on my stories. So I got to kind of. That's what's up, man. Your oh. art is super trippy. Well, thank you very much. Why is it so trippy? Um, What inspires you to be like, what goes, what's your process in your brain? Um, I guess like for me, man, it's just like, it's always, it's just about feeling, man. Mm. It's about um, if you can see it and it makes you feel something, I guess that's always what I'm trying to go for. Something that's going to inspire some kind of emotion because that's, I guess, where like everything starts um, for anybody, really. You know what I'm saying? The uh, visual? Um, like, it's well, the eyes first? No, just the feeling. You know okay. what I mean? The feeling. Um, before anyone does anything, it's like an inspiration they get to do something. You know? And I guess um, I start there. Like um, with music, for example. Most people like music because you can close your eyes and feel something, feel like you're moving when you're not. You mm. know what I'm saying? I don't know if anyone else can relate to music like the same way mm -hmm. I just explained it. Definitely. But that's like, yep. for me, um, music's always been something that's like. It moves you. It, keeps it you, moves me. It keeps like, you moving while you're standing still. Yeah. It's something that like the music is talking, even when no one's singing on it, like the instruments are saying something, the unison of what mm. the players are doing yep. is all creating one thing to tell a story. Mm -hmm. And I think, and the waves um, hit you. And the, way, and the waves hit you. And I guess like, because I guess music's always been my base. Like before I did projection mapping, I started off with video, mm -hmm. video editing, shooting. Um, and I always loved the concept of starting off with black, starting off with nothing. Then you can play a song and use that as a guideline and just like create, you know what I mean? Like, and the song tells you so much things. It gives you so much information to put into the story, exactly. like um, the pace of the song, how fast the video is going to go, 
um the like the tones in the music um the colors it gives you it'll give you colors so maybe i want to make this clip blue because this song just feels like that you know yes. or um um so like yeah just things like that i let it be a guideline um maybe a certain sound it makes i can make an effect that kind of accentuates resembles. the sound yeah, that yes. will kind of like be exactly what is the sound is trying to translate and um so like taking all that you're making something out of nothing and mm -hmm. i've just i kind of always loved that concept so even when i started projection mapping it's uh it was trying to further that it was trying to find a way to like integrate live performance with getting this feeling of what you can develop through edits and it's all influenced through music yes to that's get so, to a live front that's you know? so sick too because it's like someone you know as you said off the top of the show you know like music is the main influence in your always, life always and it's awesome for somebody to just be able to to take what they love yeah. and show how they interpret it in their yeah. own way to take sound and incorporate it into sight like exactly the ultimate melding of your senses like seriously that's i think for some people like they can't feel music the way maybe some of us can and i think um putting a visual element to it helps people kind of like adding that sense helps them get <laughs> yes. maybe like for the people that are ready just can listen to it and see what we like what you see you know what i mean we don't need that but it just helps us get even further but exactly. then for the people that maybe don't all of a sudden because of visuals they're locked into that they show can become more interactive into mm. before and they're able to listen and pay attention to actually what the artist is trying to say right as a unison of what the other artist which is a visual artist is helping to translate they're both trying to tell a story together like in unison because when you vj um because that's also part of what i do with projection mapping i'm also live vjing what so, is what does vj stand for um it's just a, like you know just like a disc jockey okay. so a video jockey i okay, guess okay. you know what i mean there's no proper good name for that's a good name that's a know, good proper you know. name you gotta I, think of it first you gotta beat everybody yeah, right? else to the punch, yeah, yo. The punch. I, i'll come up with that patent <laughs> yes yeah, but um they already trademarked that i'm sorry so, um, yeah, um, basically VJing. So what I do is um, I program a controller, um, which is usually used for music. And um, I change uh, instead. I make the buttons cater to the video. So, like, I have a whole bunch of buttons just to change clips where I could put a bank of video and have those buttons be assigned to these this bank of clips. And then uh, from there, I can have knobs be assigned or other buttons be assigned to effects to turn an effect on or to, like, um further advance that morph that effect That's maybe so with a knob fucking cool. and stuff like what type that. of controller are you using um i'm using the apc40 word yeah yeah Hell just yes. like very handy has a lot of buttons a lot of knobs is it so fun? It's yeah. good. huh is it fun oh yeah it's definitely fun because uh get to feel like it's kind of like when someone djs man like you get to like ride that wave with them like when they're feeling it and they're djing you're doing your you're along that yeah, way man. if you're a good vj i feel like you're you should be feeling as much as the dj is man right well, definitely you know? yeah because you got to be in sync with what he's yeah. doing to to make like sure that it. it's relating to yeah. everybody else on the fucking dance floor that's exactly. some telekinetic shit man exactly and that's why the more open you are with sounds and tones and just music in general it doesn't even have to be a specific genre just like because music is just feeling the more you are in tone with feeling um the more you can be able to like be um a true vj because a vj has to be unpredictable like you never know when uh, what kind of music's going to come out um from the dj or mm. from the band or for whatever so you have to be very versatile and be able to like 
under not just be able to like hear it and like it be able to understand the different feelings that different people create and um wow so i think that's like it's like a deeper level you know i have another question yeah, go for what it. what inspires you? Like, I know obviously music, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like in terms of like visuals, I, I guess I have a few questions melted into one. But like, yeah. a what inspires you? Like, inter- is it like the natural world? Do you ever see something like out in the natural world that you're just like, holy fuck! Like that would be really cool if I could project mm-hmm. it or or interpret it in this way. Yeah. And two, do you get? Are you one of those people who gets like serious like close eyed visuals when you're just kind of like bouncing around? Do you get like visions in your head of like how or how or what you want some shit to look like? What, in terms of creating your own projects? Um, hmm. So for I guess my I'll answer the first question. So my inspiration, uh, my inspiration comes from a lot of things. Uh, definitely just life and mm-hmm. um, learning, wisdom. Just like I think uh, life is uh, always about learning lessons and being open to perspectives and, uh, and just always not just looking at it from your perspective, but just being open to like what other people have to say because like people i think like people are necessary for molding somebody to be their best self Mm -hmm, you know what mm -hmm, i'm saying mm -hmm, so like mm -hmm. when someone like discludes other people in their life it's stopping them from molding you know what i mean i think we're mirrors of each other we're mirrors and don't get me wrong there's like limits to everything you know what i mean like because too much of anything is a bad thing so it's just about like yeah there's boundaries you know being about so i think people life and then um visually just like other artists like other people that um I think because I try to not look at myself like just uh, like I'm not just a projection mapper. I'm not just a, like I'm just a creative man. Mm-hmm, like um, mm-hmm. exactly. I just like to create like, you know, what I mean, like I, I like if I could do music and I was good at it, I would do it. If I could do like, you know, everything I kind of have learned, a lot of it's been self-taught and it's mm-hmm. only been the only reason why I've thought to learn this or that is because of um, ideas. Um I'll think of like cool things that will be experiences for people. And then like, I figure out that like, okay, I have to learn X, Y, or Z to um, actually get to that point. Mm. So I just let that kind of be my guideline and not put myself in a box of like, damn, man, I don't know that. So I can't do it. It's like, no, just like learn, like just try to like figure it out. You know what I mean? The best you can. Like I've, I'm one that's ground. I've scrounged the internet to find, uh, just any bit of information I can about um, what I want to learn. And that's the only reason why I've gotten so far that I've gotten. And um, I feel that same shit with this podcast. Absolutely. And I literally how I taught myself how to podcast is watching hours and hours and hours of YouTube videos. It's because you're passionate about it. Exactly. But I do also feel like there's this level of like divine, like intervention as well that comes in. Like if it's something that's meant for you, Mm -hmm. it's going to like, it's going to, it's going to find you like you're going to be seeking it out, but it's also going to fucking find you and it's just going to fucking click the way like that it's supposed to. And it's going to just, you know, I it'll think, just kind of um, click. I think that's a yes and no, though, because I think that's like I feel like life has a good is good at clouding ourselves like life is good at clouding ourselves. For like, sure. Finding Distractions who we are. And, and so I think it like actually takes work. I think it actually takes um, absolutely actually trying to figure out what and what drives you or what is your thing you know what i'm saying like because it like for example you've watched hours of podcasts all that but it's like that could have stopped right there that yep. could have you could have just been a hardcore fan that always wanted to do a podcast that never did it there's so many people like that yeah you know what definitely. i mean but you and honestly yo the the energy of this podcast is great you know what i mean i love this so you know what i'm saying like 
you guys are actually going out and doing it. So there, I feel like there's a, there's definitely a difference. Like, yes, it'll find you. Yes, sort of. I think life has a way of trying to put it in front of you, but sometimes we don't see it. And you it'll constantly keep trying to put it in front of you. Mm. But until you, like, really see it and actually do something about it, like, put it into action, I don't think it, like, comes. Right. You know? Damn, that's some real shit. You're right about that. I know this motherfucker worked his ass off to have this podcast. And a so I, I work a little bit. Some work. Know. In the beginning, yeah, you really I mean, like you still work hard, but like I just remember you just being all up in your shit, like just trying to figure it out, listening to podcasts about podcasts, listening mm-hmm. to like, you know, so it's it really just like is insane. Like how if you do have the have I the still drive. Do that shit. Yeah. Still, if you do have I mean, the drive and passion. Sorry, sh- oh, no. Yeah. I was talking over you, too. But whatever. you go first. Shit was just shit's always changing. Just like with what you were saying, you know, updating equipment and whatnot and, yeah. and having to stay in the now. It's the same thing with this. You know, shit is always updating. updating so you have to constantly be a student. Yep. Always got to level up. Mm-hmm. It's a student, um, the teacher. You were saying corn dog. No, I just feel like, yeah, absolutely. Like it, when I say it'll find you, I feel like, yeah, there, I, I, there's absolutely you have to have that drive. And like, mm-hmm. if it's really yeah. meant for you, you'll be guided to keep pushing to find what it is you ultimately want to get to that point that you actually want to be at, as opposed to just settling for like an idea. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. Now for the nature of what you're doing, you know, you got to find video clips and whatnot. Yeah. What is like, the gold shit that you're looking for, like the gold video footage that you're just like, oh man, that's beautiful. Like what attracts your eye the most? Like weird stuff. <laughs> like weird stuff. Um, a lot of flashing lights, a lot of colors, a lot of movement. Um, I like people that just don't do static or basic angles. Um, people won't be scared to have an angle where the camera's just completely flipping over or something like that. Um, because the more movement you have in clips, the more like you can get unpredictable moments with music, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I look for a lot of movement, a lot of stuff, and then a lot of interesting stuff too. Like sometimes it's just a very like heavy looking in cinema 4d graphics that just look very visually appealing, or sometimes it'll be a cool, like short film that I like um like there's one where um can't remember the name of it right now but it's a short film I use often that it's all shot in like POV Mm. and it's like a music video shot but it's like almost like a short film it's about a guy that runs away from home and uh he finds a girl and like they're just like runaways together and it shows that his life like he makes a whole bunch of decisions in his life to uh that like affect him negatively right Mm. and it goes through all these cycles of like how his life gets worse and worse and worse but then it keeps rewinding the video and restarting at a certain point oh like to go through all the choices exactly Uh, you know it's never just one choice you have so many choices Exactly, showing like the different options on like damn when he chose this and that how it progressed and then like at the end of it it becomes like where he starts doing all the positive things but then ends up the girl ends up being the bad one the bad influencer uh, and they end up, yeah and they end up actually like shooting each other and killing each other at the end of damn. the video and it's crazy because it's all shot in point of view so it's like cool it's a cool deep story plus it's just interesting to look at when you're watching it so then like and people never really get to like see that full story when i vj it of course because maybe you're only seeing a part of it like yep. a certain mm-hmm. clip of it 
something like that but it's just like visually it just invokes emotions and just from like you know like a picture says a thousand words a video says even more so like just seeing that one part of a clip you're gonna get the feeling of that video and like you know what i mean so i try to like things that give me feeling you know what i mean and um i never uh, before like you're acting like what actual visual people inspire me uh flying lotus is definitely one of mm. those people um those sets and the 3d shit is just crazy it's man. wild yeah, man. his, his hypercube crazy. the layer three yeah all of it the, is the hypercube the thing where it's like the hypercube is like that structure he has where it's, it's like, like he's inside of it yeah it's like it comes in a little bit and it's like it's i want one of those those things are beast i want a hypercube yeah so just sick. like jesus man like Babe, we need a hypercube really put he was really pushing that shit like yeah early on Especially in like when he was first getting out there DJing, yeah, he, he was just like, "Man, I'm gonna push this shit as far as I can." He's one of the first people to make me realize when I was having ideas about it that existed, and I was like, "Oh, this exists!" So I started researching it. You know, yeah. And then uh, if you guys ever get a chance to look it up, Nono Tech Studios. Shout out to Nono Tech Studios. They are great. Like one of my biggest inspirations as well to. Uh, just how they do things with installations and how they do things with live performances. Their visuals are great. And then now I've been getting into like interactive environments. I've been getting a whole bunch of new influencers that are doing more catered like stuff to what I'm doing now with all that. Um, But yeah, I mean those like humble beginnings, those people were the ones that were definitely influencers, man. No tech studios. Hell yes. Yeah. Now outside of, you know, just VJing uh, Mm -hmm. music shows, what are some of the best shows that you've been to that you can remember? Okay, so one of the shows, best shows I went to, and it was more like less for like the music of it, but more of like just a personal reason. I got to see uh, Sunrise Orchestra. Damn. Yeah. What? Yeah. Nigga. God and, damn. Um, it was like, you know, after Sunraw has like obviously passed because Sunraw died in 91. Yeah. But Sunraw is a big influence of mine. Um, Like love his music. I actually have um the Sleeping Beauty vinyl and um, I actually have a book that um shout outs to um, Donut Shop. If you guys want to know Donut Shop. Oh, yeah. Donut Shop. Uh, my boys own it. And um, we're trying to get them on the podcast. Actually. Yeah, that would be great. Put in a uh, word. Put in a word, yeah, dude. Brooklyn like knows not like a lot of stuff. So, um, but they're fans of Sun Ra too, and they actually went to the house that Sun Ra used to live where the orchestra still lives now. Damn. And uh, they, uh, you know, they just, they got them like right when they were coming back from tour, so they got lucky, and they just saw how much love they had for Sun Ra, so they let them in. They got to see the house, like old paintings that they had on so the walls. fucking crazy. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff. And then they actually, like, the orchestra gave them a book. And they're like, if you're really big fans of Sun Ra, um, take these books or whatever. Like, this guy was, like, really close to Sun Ra, like, was here close to when he died. It's like Golden wrote, Teachers. Yeah, like, basically, if, you, it's a, they, if you're really about that life, they're take basically these books. like, this book is a good representation of, like, his life and, like, oh a, my God. Good, like, you know what I mean? So, and that's from the band. So the band knows, you know. So um, they gave them two copies, one that Brooklyn kept and the other copy that they sold, right? And I bought it from the donut shop. So when I got to see the orchestra, Marshall Allen, he's like, he's probably, he's older now, obviously, but he was like 92 at the time. Uh, He's probably 93 or 94 now, but he was like 92 and he's still like director of the band. He's the closest. Yeah. He's like the closest one that was the Sun that's still alive, right? 
And um, so I got to see them live, and he actually signed my book and my vinyl. And it's cool because, you Damn. know, like he only has a couple more years left Did on him. Did you cry? You know? yep. No, I didn't cry, but I was definitely like, you know, pumped. I was definitely excited because like totally that's, uh, yeah, that, man. That's legendary wow. shit right there, man. Yeah. It's like B.B. King giving you his guitar pick. Yeah. So it was really cool, man. So that was so definitely cool. a good experience. And then two other shows. I thought that were great shows. Um, I did see Flying Lotus. Flying Lotus was awesome. But the best shows, I think, are a battle between... Um, if you guys ever heard of the Mars Volta. Oh, yes. Oh, I know the Mars Volta Mars very Volta. well. Back in the day, at House of Blues, I saw them. I've great. never seen them live. Yeah. And I'll add great. them. I want to so They're fucking bad. So great. I've only heard things. I've, I've only heard stories. And legendary. Legendary stuff, man. I mean, if yeah, I mean, if, if you just listen to the studio albums, you're already, you're like, what in the fuck is There's this? True music, <laughs> like, yeah, true musicians that just like, Go go in, man. Oh yeah, yeah. go go, go in, in is a little yeah. bit of an understatement. Yeah, These motherfuckers a little bit, a little bit. Kill it. And then the other one was Mute Math. I do not know this. Check out Mute Math. Word. Uh, I ref- definitely check out the older stuff though, because uh, in the later years they've broken up and all that, and it's like you know how that. I goes, feel you. So. But like their Any- first three albums. I feel like anytime somebody somebody recommends something for me to check out, I gotta. Start from the start and then go from there always. And I would suggest looking up their live performances. Ah, That's like what okay. they're like. No, they're mute good. math, huh? Okay. Mute mm-hmm. math. Okay. Okay. Mute word, word, yeah. word. I was going to say, uh, how was Rolling Loud? Because you mentioned that you, uh, oh, you managed to get so in. I wanted to, to fucking in, go. But I didn't get to experience anything because uh, it got rained out. <laughs> God damn. I was actually right. there for a projection mapping gig and, um, Basically, like after the gig, they were trying to get into Rolling Loud. So we're like, all right, let's try to get in there, man. Managed to get in right when we get in. Like before we get in, it starts raining, but it was just raining so much. And it wasn't going to stop and it didn't stop. So uh, we basically uh, left that and I was soaked, bro. Like, man, so shitty. Had to tell. It was the worst. It was the worst, man. And uh, Uber had those surge prices going, man. Yeah. So like, luckily I didn't have to pay because I'm like, listen, I'm here for a paid gig. I'm not. Like, I feel I'm that. not trying to go here. I like, feel you know? that. But they had to pay one twenty for Uber ride, man, because surge prices. One twenty. Yeah, man. Holy yeah, man. shit. Yeah. How far away? It was only thirty minute drive. Oh my fucking god! I should have been like. 14 bucks. Wow. That is fucked, man. I mean, made some money. That is crazy to think about because that's just rolling loud. I can only think about what it's like when ultra is going on there. Oh, that's probably crazy. And it, yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It is nuts. I've never been over there during that time and I don't really want to at this age, man. I don't think I can deal with that. No, definitely not. My body cannot take that. That is for sure. There's a certain point in your life where you can do drugs all night and you're good to go all night and you can rave all weekend three days in a row four days in a row sometimes and only go off like two to three hours of sleep yep those yep. days are over yep <laughs> now you try to do that you feel every hour you missed uh-huh every hour you missed. it's it's funny now because you know like I've, I've still been going to festivals not as much as i used to and still Getting out there, putting in my work here and there, you know, seeing as much music as I can. Showing face. And yeah, and when I when I go to these festivals, there is definitely at least one guaranteed night I'm going to sleep early. I'm not staying out. I'm not doing shit. I'm going to miss all the cool stuff that happens. 
oh well. But my body, some point during that festival, will say fuck you. You're gonna go sit your ass down and get I some feel sleep, you, man. And I'm not. I've never been a power nap guy. Can't do the power naps, man. Dude, it's it's gnarly at festivals. That's all I can do. I I don't have time for naps during the day just because my my schedule. Like I'm yeah. work, I'm working all fucking day. There's there's no time for naps at all. Exactly. So when I go to the to the festivals, oh buddy, that's all I do. All I do is sleep at every single show. I feel day, like. man. <laughs> you only see the main artists. Pretty Other much, that, yeah. Knocked out. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It's more of a sleeping vacation. I'm like. either I'm either knocked out or blacked out. It's one of the two. Got you. Usually, uh, is there any shows coming up that uh, you're looking forward to? Because I, I know um, you've got the you've got the the list because you're over at the beach room. You got the ideas. There's nothing good right now coming. That doesn't make me feel yeah. good at all. God damn yeah, it. man. We're in slow season, man. So uh, yeah, we have no good shows coming at the moment. Doesn't really pick back up to like what fall. Yeah, pretty much. Falls yeah. when it like explodes. Yeah, we'll get like actually good concerts because you know they usually do like the best shows come from when those dope artists come to Miami and then we like get those. Yes, from there, you know what I mean. Piggyback off of people, that. People, people just gotta learn to love Florida and come back and tour here again. Yeah, man, it's just like you know Disney does a good job at just making Orlando focus on the tour stuff, not like like understanding his culture in the city, you know. Yep, which makes me sad because there's oh, so yeah. much of it, and yeah, a lot of culture dies here because, or like people have to leave to become something. Because I see that all the time, you know, yeah. and it's just like, man, like you, you can still do cool culture-related shit here, you know. You yeah. don't have to go to New York or L.A. I just think people like feel like you know, I mean, it costs, man. It costs to do like a passion, man. No matter what reality is like. Yeah, man. If it's if you're not paying in money, you're paying in like a lot of time, and yep. I think uh, people get to a point where they want to get something from that, you know. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, man. I don't know. I just like I I, I definitely wanted to move to like New York for mm-hmm. a while there, and just yeah. as I get older, I'm like I don't know now. I feel you, man. I think I still have a drive to move, and I think that's just because like. I just feel like I haven't like given up on trying to go for my dreams yet, man. Like I think, um, I think, man, they're like, you know, man. I, I think everyone gets to a point where they're like, all right, I'm just gonna chill. But I think there's still like a chance for me to like have something happen. So I feel know, that trying to break through. What are you thinking about? Ah, uh, man, like, okay, realistically, I love New York. New York's my spot, man. It like, is I'll the be in shit Brooklyn. There. That's like where my heart is, it's, but it's the absolute shit yeah. in New York. It oh, really yeah. is. Oh yeah, Brooklyn especially, Just, man. Which is why I feel like it would be so dangerous for me to be there in the first place. Like I would just be doing everything. No man, all like, the time. Would, but then the thing is, it's like it costs a lot, so you'll be hustling a lot. You know, that's the thing about New York. That's it true. makes you get that hustle mentality, man. Maybe that's, that's something we need. Who knows, man? Maybe our creators need a little kick in the ass sometimes. You know? Yeah, yeah, I feel that. That's yeah, for damn man. sure. But realistically, I think uh, the whole industry is in LA, the whole entertainment industry, and I think uh, I would make it would be a smarter business move to move to LA. I feel but, that. You know, so you know, I'm on the fence, but I feel you know, that, man. It's just so packed in LA. Yeah, man. So but I gotta go where like I can try to, you know, live off of that, man. You I know feel I mean? that. I feel that. Think about it, man. There's so many channels, like art shows, music videos, live shows. A lot so of the, a lot of the movers and the shakers are over there. That mm-hmm. is for sure. 
in both of those areas, honestly. Exactly, I mean, man. It's yeah. uh, it, it gets to that point for everybody, you know, where you're just like, hmm, I gotta fucking, I gotta do it, because you know, if you don't do it and you you never actually gave it an effort, you're always yep. gonna kick yourself in the ass later oh, on, yeah. thinking about like, God damn it, I should have went and did that. Oh yeah, man, because we're only getting older, man, and it's like, it's just, I'd rather go over there and not have it work out, and at least know I tried. Exactly, because as you're getting older, you realize that it starts going by much faster. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. much faster. Yeah, we're already in fucking middle of June right exactly. now. Exactly, I'm like, damn, feels this like whole years going. Feels by. like January was a month ago. Exactly. I swear, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. Time flies, so that's why it's just like, yo, it's um, it's been I've been watching Pharrell's podcast lately, um, and he says something that like, it's been something I've been like living off of for years. You know what I mean? Like, like, just um, he was talking about how like uh, he was talking to who was he talking? talking to it was either asap rocky or he was talking to joey badass i think it was asap rocky but he was talking about now asap rocky's been more independent and making stuff more that he like feels like he loves he's like about it and uh pharrell's like yeah man that's like the whole thing is like trying to figure out like what you love and monetizing that figuring out how to monetizing that because he's like because if you can figure out that, then you'll never work a day in your life. You exactly. Because I mean? you're living off your passion. Exactly. And uh, it's just awesome to hear, like, you know, someone that I look up to, like Pharrell, saying the same words I've been living off of on my own self-teachings. Just like, yo, man, like, I've always believed that the I would I would love to see how, like, life would look if, like, schools and society was goal to, like, aim to find out what someone's passionate about versus, like, what's going to make the money and see how far their drive goes to that passion when like you put them in that road, you know, because yes. like, you know, the, all the creatives we look up to are the people that did that. Exactly. That's what's up. Yes, yes, yes. I just realized also that we are wearing the same shirt. <laughs> Stay matching. Why are you copying me? Dog? Why are you copying me? Dog? No, you copied me. Oh, dog. You copying me, dog. No, you copy me. Oh, you copy me, man. Oh, you just mad? I'm styling on you. Oh, you yeah, yeah. You just mad. You just mad. Oh, you mad, B? You <laughs> mad? You mad? Cause I got these Marcus sweatpants on and you don't. No, oh, I'm a fucking. <laughs> we should mention that <laughs> real fast too, cause uh, we we are getting to that point. We are Shout getting to that to point Marcus. where we should uh, we should be wrapping up the show. Corn Dog and myself will be out in New York, actually, where we were just talking about networking and the like. End of July. With the market boys, having a great nice. fucking time, and the Tokyo shit boys. It's Where gonna, is that going to be at in the city? It's a uh, at Kinfolk, Kinfolk, Kinfolk ninety. It's like this new place in uh, Williamsburg. Nice. So it, yo, it's like it's in the heart sick. of it. That's awesome. Shit is going to be a deal. Shout out to my boys, man. Shout out to Tokyo shit. Shout out to market. Yo, for real. For Should real. try to make it out. Ah, Do some man. visual mapping. If I had the cash, man, I would <laughs> be in Europe yeah, quick. We are yeah we we were just talking Shoot. about this before the show like I am literally breaking the bank so yeah, I man. can go to New York to There's do so this. many things I wish I could be a part of man so. you'll be a part of you'll be a part of everything and more oh yeah because oh, yeah. like the cool thing about like the art scene is that it's forever evolving of of course yeah and like it's not just Orlando Orlando's fucking popping right now dude yeah. like it is the spot but it's forever evolving and it's always it's like everywhere you know what mm-hmm. I mean like it's it's electric it's magnetic it's like fucking contagious Definitely. people are catching the bug and they're like holy fuck there's so many dope artists there's so much cool like visual performing all this kind of shit so yeah man more i just cool hope that the more up. people like start putting themselves out there that 
people with money come to the city and start trying to support yes. right. so the city can grow like yes. as far as that you know what i mean right. we need In more people with money to make a market here for exactly. exactly exactly yeah. a cultural hub yeah, man, because yep, yep. there's so many creatives Profitable here. Culture. But like, who's trying to invest? Where's in the these investors? Yeah. yeah, where are these people that are like they're all everywhere else and investing all these other artists? Like, we got like talent here, man. We got people that need to putting in be fucking put work. Hit us here. up, y'all. Yeah. Yes, Corn Dog and myself also will be taking a little vacay. Uh, recording this on a Thursday tomorrow evening, Friday the fifteenth. We're flying out to Cali. Nice. We're going to be gone till the 25th. So mm-hmm. there will be no new episodes until we get back. It's going to uh, be so dope. 20, what's that Thursday after the 25th? That would be the 28th. So, yeah, there will be a new episode 28th. So expect a little week and a half long slash two week hiatus from hiatus. us. Hiatus. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is. I guess it is two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Whatever. Yeah, so just we're gonna have a little hiatus, you know, little little chill time for us, do our damn thing, and we'll actually. Uh, what am I fucking saying? We're gonna be recording shit while we're out there too. My bad. Yeah, but so, we won't put it out until we get back, so that's why. So, but yeah, that'll be out either on the twenty fifth or the twenty sixth, and then we'll get back to regular recording on the twenty eighth. There will be regular trap house shit in studio on the twenty eighth. But we'll have some shit, you know, from the whole week. Because we're not going to be doing shit but camping out. It's going to be chill. Fighting off rattlesnakes and shit. You're fighting off rattlesnakes. I'm not fighting. I got off. my boots. I'm not seeing a goddamn motherfucking I think, rattlesnake I think anywhere. I secretly want to see a rattlesnake. I, this is fucked up. There will be zero I'm, rattlesnakes. So I'm like, Don't I have put this, this out there because you're going to attract all the rattlesnakes. I have this obsession. By putting this energy <laughs> out there. Don't even fucking breathe it into existence. No, Don't. No. I, I just have no, this obsession. No. And no, I've been Googling no, things. No. <laughs> it's already no. been done, man. God damn it. No. So, You're going to get a rattlesnake, man. But I just want to make friends with it. And I yeah. just want to see it. And I just don't want it to fuck with me. I don't want to fuck with it. I just want to see it in yeah, passing. Yeah, just don't pet it. I, yeah. Yeah. You I'm know what I mean? Keep like Kitty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I think I secretly just want to see one. Because I've been Googling all this. Stuff, like, what do you do if you get bit by a rattlesnake? What do you do to avoid a rattlesnake? How do you, how do you not come in contact with a rattlesnake? You want to be able to put those skills to use, right? Right. That new knowledge to use. Exactly. Like, hey. I'm going to be Mulan in this bitch. No, you will not. Not with me. There will be zero rattlesnakes <laughs> we will see. Take it all back now. No. We're going to be in Rattlesnake country. What are you talking about? No, we're not. Anyways, so, <laughs> my homie, Catalyst, thank you for coming through. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Yes, yes, indeed. Please tell the people again where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at VJ Catalyst at Instagram. Plain and simple. Go <laughs> buy this man a beer if you go see a show at the beach room, too. Yeah, man. I'll be there. He I'm at every it. show. And uh, if you ever catch my projection mapping out there, too, feel free to come up to me and say hi. I always like meeting new people, man, and sharing ideas and stuff. So feel free. Yeah. Damn right. Corndog, oh, yeah. do your shout outs. Shout out Big Show. Shout out Erica Badu. Uh, shout out to the homie. Thank you so much for coming in. No problem. And spending time with us. Shout out to Steezy. Um, buy our shirts. <laughs> and shout out to my mom, Fubu, Fila, um, King Tut. I love it, King Tut. And I'll be at Vinyl Arts Bar tonight at this open mic so uh-huh. find me there that was yeah that's nice oh and at Todd Ziff did I say this I don't know at Todd Ziff on Instagram 
Bye. Find me personally on Twitter at Steve's Trap and on Instagram at The Steve's Trap. And I, last time, would like to thank the homie Catalyst for coming through. Thanks again. Thank you for hitting me up randomly, too, because oh, that yeah. worked out so beautifully. Yeah, no problem, I, I just, it, so perfect. It so great, fucking man. perfect. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. And with all that good shit aside, we are at this bitch. Much peace and love, y'all. Mm-hmm.